I'm very excited, Paul, mm-hmm. about our guest this week, that we have a guest this week. Yeah, I think we should open by saying we have a guest this week. We do have a guest this week. What I'm most happy about is that he was able to come through for us after our plans with Jason Manzoukas fell through. It's just, I think the interns just didn't schedule it correctly again, mm-hmm. and Jason Manzoukas fell through. Uh, I'm sure that we'll get him at some point. I, I'm super happy that our guest this week was able to, to fill in at the last moment. Absolutely. We'll see. Jason's going to be jealous because he will no longer have the uh, title of first guest of the Super Serial Podcast. Though he's tried many times to, to be that first guest. Yeah, there was he's that tried time, so many times. There was that time that he was right uh, across the street from your apartment, got lost, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. There was the no. time that he was touring the uh, northwest Atlanta suburbs, totally went uh-huh. right by my exit, on his way to Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> he was trying to go to that place that your wife liked, that, the, uh, the, 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 that one uh, Asian restaurant that your wife liked. Or no, the, the Mexican restaurant that your wife likes. No, wait, the Olive Garden. Yeah, that, no, I think he meant uh, Chili's is the Mexican yeah, place. He really likes that Chili's. There's that Chili's she, that he really wanted to go to. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Glad to step in, be your uh, Tony Randall here. Yes. <laughs> Fill in at the last minute. but uh. mm-hmm. Well, this is Paul. And this is Nick. And this is Serial. Cereal! So yeah, today's guest, you've heard him already. He is a published author. Sort of. (laughs) More than either of us. Um, He is an accomplished writer. He's a dad. Yep. He's a podcast expert. Exactly. Listener. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Gunter is today's guest. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. It's a thrill to be on here. Longtime listener, first time guest. Uh, obviously, we know you, but you know, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, I think you covered it pretty well. I'm a, I'm a dad and a, a writer, you know, work in advertising. I'm probably not as big of a serial uh, fan as you guys, more of an enthusiast. Not a pro like you guys, but um, but that's pretty much it. All right, so just uh, real quick, what is your just all time number one go to cereal? Jeez, Paul, that's a, that's a tough question. It's, it's probably going to be something around like Frosted Flakes, maybe Raisin Bran. Oh, it's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Little you know classics. Little maybe some life thrown in there, though I know it's controversial. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh, you have oh to bring my. that up, and he brings up today's topic right out of the gate. Uh, today we're talking about life cereal. Life cereal. Here's my favorite part about us talking about life cereal, real quick, off the top. Uh, the, the the episode name of this podcast is probably going to be you know episode twenty five life, and it's going to sound like that we're just this is the time we're going to be like turning the turning the chairs around, sitting on backwards. <laughs> Really leveling with our audience, <laughs> telling them like, you know what? Let's give you let's give you a few lessons. The more you know, ooh, that'd be good. And then you have the Katy Perry the prop coming over the Super Bowl. Exactly. There you go. That's that's what it's known for. It's known as the Katy Perry prop. <laughs> Got a little bit of information here about life cereal, and you're right. It's controversial because, quite frankly, Brett, it's whew, it's terrible. But. Uh, it's a Quaker Oats cereal. Originally, it was um, all oat-based. And it's there, there's no way to describe it, except I guess it's a Czech-type cereal, like a Czech cereal. Right. A little Czechy. Not Czech Republic. 
Uh, but now it's it's not specifically oat. It's a whole bunch of different whole grain flours just sort of blended in. So in 1961, they came out with the original flavor and they rode that bland original flavor until 1978 <laughs> when they came out with Cinnamon Life. Yeah, which I think now is what everybody is like. I think that's what people really seem to go for is the Cinnamon Life. You got to have some ounce of flavor. Yeah, I feel like you just accidentally buy the other Life thinking it's cinnamon and then when you get home, you're disappointed. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. They, they phased out cinnamon, like the difference between cinnamon and regular. Yeah, the, the boxes the boxes look exactly the same, except for like one like small brown strip that says cinnamon. So they're they're banking on you making the mistake. Right. Yeah. They got to move that original life somehow. And it's all based <laughs> off consumer error. Right. So I was just listening to the pumpkin episode where you're talking about the pumpkin life. And mm-hmm. both of you were just destroying life. So what... What exactly is it about it that's so bad? I mean, I know it's sort of a flattened Chex, so there's not much to it, but... And if you let it sit too long, it sort of becomes like a stack of shingles on top of the house. (laughs) (laughs) But it still has that cinnamon flavor, right? At least for the first bite. And I think that I I like it a little more than Paul does. Paul, This is Paul's Fruity Pebbles. This is the the depths of cereals for Paul's concern, I think. But uh, I am good with life. The first bite is always... It's always got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of punch, got a lot of crunch to it. And then after that, it's just, it has no integrity. So it's just, it's a soggy, like cold porridge after right. that. And uh, I'm just like chasing that dragon for that, uh, of that first bite every, like all the way down to the bottom of the bowl. I'm just trying to get that, that taste back. You just have to eat it cookie monster style where you just, just pile it <laughs> yes. all in at once. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's all one bite. You just kind of pour it on your on your face and hope that as much gets in there as possible. You got to do like forgetting Sarah Marshall style, huge bowl, huge spoon, and just go to town on that. Right. And like very little milk. <laughs> See, for me, it's like you have checks, you have life. We've talked about this, right? Frosted Pop-Tarts, non-frosted Pop-Tarts. You have a better option. Why, why would you ever pick the crappy option? I want to enjoy my cereal. I don't want to play beat the clock on my breakfast. Right. And that's what I, so I feel like life is just, you know, whenever I feel like you're describing it, it's like, oh, it's like checks, except it's less crunchy. It doesn't taste as good and flatter and it gets soggy fast. <laughs> oh, why did we buy life? <laughs> See, my thing, where I'm different from you guys is I have kids. And so a lot of these cereals come into the house that they love that I don't necessarily care for. But then what else am I going to eat when it's there, you know? And so life mm-hmm. is one of those heroes. My daughter loves it. And so it's always, really? yeah, she loves it. And huh. it's always in the house. And then I'm tempted to eat it. And then, like, I like the taste of it, I, you know, but there's one of those flowers in there just gives me hell later in the day. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's the oat flour, the wheat flour, the corn flour, the rice flour, but... But something just destroys me. But for some reason, I can't. I can't resist. Something in that life cereal alchemy is just not not sitting right in your stomach. Right. <laughs> I want to get through these flavors real quick. They came out with something that sounded so gross. Raisin life. Oh god! Ooh. Why does that sound so disgusting? I don't know because I feel like we talked about the raisin Weetabix, where it has the ground up raisin in the middle. Oh, God. <laughs> They're just so I nasty. about that. I've repressed that. <laughs> they had a ton of different flavors that have come out and they're discontinued. Uh, from the current flavors that I could find, I saw the Pumpkin Spice Life, as we talked about. It's seasonal, so go grab it, kids. There's maple brown sugar. And is there still like a vanilla life? I had vanilla life last week. 
Yeah, we had it in our house uh, a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't. I couldn't take it. Oh, you didn't care for it. I liked it. Again, that first bite, and then after that, I'm just chasing the dragon, that vanilla dragon. <laughs> so yeah, I never, I never enjoyed it, but it was one of those ones that it was very well sold to kids. That like, it's got like a to me, it's like the same level of kicks. They sold it to me really well, and then when I tried it, I was like, ah, oh, I got to eat this whole box now. That's like your punishment, right? Right. It's it's like uh, Brewster's Millions when they catch you smoking a cigar. Well, now you got to smoke the whole box. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Um, is that are those the only flavors that uh, of there's of like life? Fi- it's like a it had like it read like a Captain Crunch history. I mean, there were 50 million flavors that lasted about yeah. 10 seconds. Cinnamon's the only way to sort of disguise that the oaty goodness of that. Much like oatmeal, I think. Yeah, Nick. Nick's kind of an oatmeal connoisseur. Do you ever eat oatmeal just straight up? <laughs> you can't eat oatmeal straight up. Like that's not like a, that's not like a real thing that people do. I mean, may, maybe somebody when they're left with no options, they've had four bypass surgeries and they can't eat anything else other than like oatmeal and like rocks. Nobody can stomach oatmeal straight up. You have to have some kind of sugar or fat agent in there somewhere. Mm. You know, I feel like oatmeal has become like a hipster Bloody Mary. Where it's like, it's all about what you put in it. You know, it's not about eating oatmeal anymore. It's not about drinking a Bloody Mary. It's like, oh, this Bloody Mary's got a stick of bacon and a cheese stick and a pickle and, uh, you know, shrimp. And right. it's like, no, it's just, it's just a bloody, like oatmeal. It's all about the, what five weird ingredients can you, can you put into this thing? So we could charge eight ninety nine. And to you, Paul, that would be like, what, fresh fruit? No, maybe no, no. Some, some maple syrup. What's pretty? What would be pretty exotic for me? I don't know. Maybe uh, raisins and uh, brown sugar, almond slivers. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, tell us a little bit more about why you wanted to talk about life, my friend. Do you have a good history with life? I mean, I really, I really don't. I, I mean, I, I just, I think the biggest thing is like I have this love hate relationship with it, where it's the same thing. It's like I love the first bite, and then I have intestinal distress for the rest of the day. That I don't get with, I mean, Cheerio sort of brings it on. So I think there's something in this oat cereal that uh, I just can't digest. But then it is, it's like it's in my house all the time because my daughters like just absolutely love it. And it's also, there frequently goes on sale. And so you can get like five boxes for three dollars or something like that. So it's. See, that makes more sense because otherwise I would just say like, you know, you're. You're the parent. Like you could, you could put a stop to this. Well, I mean, that's that's the theory that most people with without children <laughs> go by. <laughs> well, I've said it before on this show, and I'll say it again. Nick and I each have a dog, so we, we kind of get it. So we, we, we pretty, pretty much, much get it. We're parents. We pretty much get it. Well, you learn you learn to pick your fights and like breakfast cereal. If you can just pick the path of least resistance, you know, you, you, that's probably the best way to go. On something like that, there there are bigger there are bigger problems in the house, and also I am an adult, so I don't really have to be eating the cereal. I'm the one that has plenty of other options. I could make my- <laughs> that's see, that's true. Yeah, you you could buy your own alternate cereal and not cave to to the, to the desires of life, right? But I, I get weak, and it's just like with all the cereals. It's like I know like something like Frosted Flakes or something like that, or like they'll they'll get the most. Right now, we currently have. 
it's some Shrek cereal in the house, and it's oh boy, I think it's like uh, s'mores or something like that. So it's oh, like, <laughs> why are you eating live? I know you it's have like two amazing options. It's golden grams, cocoa puffs, and marshmallows mixed together. Oh, it's the Malto Meal one. <laughs> yes, oh, it's yes, the best it's, one. It's definitely a mom brand. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, but, oh. but yeah. So I, uh, I'll, I'll chow into that a good bit as well. When I probably know marshmallows is not the best way to start the day. <laughs> it gets them out the door faster, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they get them hyped up on sugar, and then there's someone else's problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Send them off to school, loaded up, ready to go bonkers on the teacher's watch. <laughs> And then they, they sugar crash and they're sleepy by the time they get home. And then that, you know, that's, that's, I think that's the best, right? That's the best case scenario? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I find it interesting that uh, going gluten-free is supposed to improve people's digestive problems, but it sounds like it would make yours a living hell, Brett. I, yeah, I think so. I've got no problem with wheat or anything, you know, your standard good, good grains like corn, wheat, <laughs> corn syrup. <laughs> Love a good serving of corn syrup, man. <laughs> yeah. That good, good corn syrup. So in doing my research for life, we have to talk about one of the most famous television commercials of all time right. that was done for Life Cereal, which was the Little Mikey ads. R.I.P. Mikey for the Pop Rocks and <laughs> yeah. Minnesota. He, he left us too soon, but... <laughs> Um, I'm also thrilled to be talking to two people that know what I'm talking about when we talk about this commercial. Um, It ran from 1972 to 1986. That was like the glory days of advertising where you can make one commercial and run it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's your entire career, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was uh, developed by DDB. I mean, you know, these old agencies, I mean, they have so many well-known campaigns under their belt and i don't know if it's because they actually were really good or if because it was a new frontier for this type of advertising so you all the fresh ideas were out there you didn't have to think about coming up with something great or copying somebody else but ddb came up with this and so the premise of the commercial is there's two brothers they don't want to try the cereal you try it i'm not gonna try it you try i'm not gonna try it so they get their youngest brother mikey because he hates everything. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. He won't eat it. He hates everything. So they get him to try it. He eats it. And then he starts like, you know, cookie monstering it. And then the line is, He likes it. Hey, Mikey. And that was it. That was the commercial that they ran for 14 years. The same commercial for 14 years. Yeah. And it doesn't make much sense if you think about it. Like, why would they give the one that hates everything? I mean, it, 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 is he just the canary, the canary in the cave for him? And he is, yeah. He's like three years old. What does he know? Right. If he hates everything, he's the least likely to try it. And yet, there he is, the first one trying it. <laughs> Maybe yeah, he's it, so young and so stupid that he'll try anything, <laughs> but he's very picky once he tries stuff. I didn't have a younger brother, so I don't. I didn't pull all these types of pranks on my younger. Maybe it's a joke too. I always felt like it would be like. <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, let's get so-and-so to eat this. It's like, what is that? Huh? I put a booger in a condom. And it's like, oh, it's more Wait, of a what? joke. <laughs> it's more of a joke than this is real food. Let's get him to eat it. Paul, did somebody put a booger in a condom? No, 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 I, I, no. That never happened, I swear. <laughs> worried for a second. <laughs> so then, yeah, a few years later, Mikey died. 
um, because he mixed Pop Rocks and Coke and it ripped his stomach out from the inside out. Yeah, he exploded. It was, it was pretty tragic. <laughs> it was a, it was a uh, closed casket funeral. Uh, There's no way they could show the face. Uh, it was it had been eaten from the inside out. Right. Um, <laughs> and then it was actually still it was actually still crackling was the problem. It's like you, if if you were to put your your ear down on the face, it would actually just it would just still be crackling. Yeah, and if you go to his grave on a rainy night, you may hear the crackling some more. Yeah, a little known fact about it is that the kid that played Elliot was actually played Mikey in the after school special about the uh, Pop Rocks incident. Oh, that was, that was that, a good role for him. Yeah, that was his first acting year before. I had forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good role for him. I think he uh, I think he was nominated for an Emmy that year. I believe yeah. so. I think that I daytime think that Emmy. Yeah, a daytime Emmy. Yeah, daytime Emmy. <laughs> a creative arts Emmy, I think actually. Where did that come from? Like, do you guys have any idea where that came from? The urban legend that he died of <laughs> yes. and soda. Because like uh, before the internet, I don't know how I was thinking about it. Like, how did urban legends circulate the country? Before the internet. I'm guessing shock rock DJs. <laughs> right. Is that how things got passed around? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. It just went, well, it's it's just went from one playground to the other, you know. And one older brother told another younger brother. And they just kept it alive. There's still like that Batman, you know, the Jingle Bells, Batman smells. I mean, that <laughs> thing is still, it never left the playground. Yeah. It's, it's still there. So it's, it's the same thing. But now kids are starting to fact check that stuff a little more. So these urban legends yeah. don't don't last as long. Hold on, I got Snopes on my phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the that that playground Politico. That's that's a, <laughs> it's like I rate that pants on fire. <laughs> we joke, but you know that's happening somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, the yeah. well actually contingent on the playground. <laughs> um. The other thing I want to talk about is they do a pretty awesome life gets pretty good billing in uh, Mad Men. Do you guys remember that episode when uh, Don is drunk and they win the Clio and they come back and he uses the interns slogan for life cereal? Uh, life is sweet. Uh, enjoy the rest of your life. Cereal. Don, <laughs> they're not expecting you to do this right now. Give me a second. Life. The reason to get out of bed in the morning. Life, the cure for the common breakfast. Life, its sweetness never ends. Life, eat it by the bowlful. Oh, oh, there you go. Cure for the common breakfast. No? Oh, vaguely. Uh, you know, I'm trying to remember that time that Don was drunk. <laughs> so. Has anyone tried to do like a brunch-specific uh, breakfast cereal before? Or brunch cereal before? <sighs> brunch cereal. See, we. I think we've talked in the past about introducing savory flavors to cereal and it gets yeah. it gets scary it gets dicey yeah yeah it gets dicey i can't like a meat flavored cereal sounds pretty gross it sounds like something they serve in the army like during world war one right like your meat cereal uh an egg flavored cereal just has fart written all over it right but yeah. we've got a component i mean we've got like like it could a base could be like a cinnamon toast crunch or a french toast crunch right do you have an idea brett no i was just thinking if um you know cereal that you actually have to line up for would be pretty you know it'd be pretty hot yeah i mean if the, i feel like that if that cereal is going to come out it's going to come out in la and it's going to come out in weho somewhere right um on a truck <laughs> it would be on a truck yeah Excellent. We'll probably introduce it. 
you know, some mornings if you're like really tired, you might accidentally pour orange juice into a bowl of cereal. I don't know if you've ever ever done that, but you know, you could pour like a mimosa into a bowl of cereal, perhaps. Ooh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, or maybe like a like a like a blue moon type beer with some orange. Right. A, a, a beer mosa. A oh yeah. You could have like a slice of grapefruit on the side of the bowl. You know, sort of. <laughs> Because it's healthy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be something. So you've got cereal. You've got a mimosa. I mean, we have, but you have to introduce a protein, right? And that's where it gets tricky. Right. Well, you just, just like a Bloody Mary, you just put a stick of bacon just sticking out of the Bam. thing and you're good. Cheese stick? Yep. Yeah. Ch- cheese stick. Sure. Yeah. Cheese stick. <laughs> uh, just a piece of like fried chicken. Just put that in there. Now this is becoming part of a balanced breakfast is what this is turning into, where the cereal doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, because next after that, I'm just like, ooh, what if it was like a, a, a bowl that was made out of a waffle? <gasps> now we're talking. A waffle now, now bowl we're somewhere. A waffle with your bowl. cinnamon toast crunch in it. Now that sounds good to me right there. Yeah, there, there's that. Yeah. Uh, and then you use a, a, a chicken tender as a spoon. Right. <laughs> Or the bowl could actually sit in in a bed of uh, hash browns. Oh yeah, there. I think I think we're getting somewhere. I think it's we're like, getting somewhere here. I'm picturing a brec- a breakfast taco salad. Is what, is what this is turning into. Exactly the breakfast taco salad. <laughs> you know, actually, if you put hot, so you have the waffle bowl. Over hash browns, you do your oatmeal in the waffle bowl. Then you really got something because then you could eat the wa- the bowl with the bits of your oatmeal on it. Right, and you could put a lot of you know get some like umami flavors or something in your oatmeal to make it a little trendy. All, all you do is like on your oatmeal, just sprinkle a little MSG on top. <laughs> That's like a sriracha. Just a, just a little bit, a little MSG and sriracha on top. Do people put sriracha on oatmeal? Yeah, we make a, a, a sriracha oatmeal. It's a it's a water based oatmeal, and then we uh, fry an egg and put that on top, and like uh, green onions and sriracha. That sounds good. Although I it's I, I don't know why you have to say water based, but I guess it's because you could do milk based oatmeal. But. You could do milk based, yeah. Which is what I usually do. I usually actually I do soy milk based usually, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like water based so that you don't it doesn't have to be like creamy. Basically, you cook the sriracha with the oats and and the water. And they just they boil down a fried egg and sriracha on top, green onions, salt. That, that does sound pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Pretty solid bowl of oatmeal. So I know a lot of people eat cold cereal hot, right? So you can do like hot granola. Some people do like hot Weetabix. I feel like because life has such a limited uh, lifespan within milk, Nick, it's got potential to turn into the next hot cereal. Hot life, uh, you think? Uh, uh, I mean, it could well, turn into a nice little mush. Uh, it, it definitely could turn into a nice mush. Definitely is like cereal soup, basically. But I mean, maybe it's just the, the thing is, it's like you know, it's just like all of these like mushy cereals, like Fruity Pebbles or or Cookie Crisp or whatever. Like they just the, the texture is like too disgusting to want to eat anymore so like oatmeal has a, like a has a has a texture you a texture you expect but it's got it's got some uh, some body to it like mushy cereal has got like no body to it you're just eating like terrible texture it's just like all the worst of like terrible textures to put together and you're supposed to eat that thing and then to eat that hot no i don't no thank you no thank you brett 
rebuttal. I, I mean, I think it does have some potential, but yeah, it does. It sounds like it might get a little gross pretty quick. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm willing. I would be willing to try it just to throw it away. Like if or we try had, it out on your kids. And, yeah, exactly. Although that <laughs> <laughs> they don't like change, so it might not go so well. Do you guys remember? When Life Serial used to have the the Where's Waldo thing on it, they ran that. I felt like for forever. Yeah, I must have missed that. It was like the early nineties. Yeah, I sort of dropped off the planet in the early nineties for some reason. I missed a lot of. What happened to you in the early nineties? Were you following the dead? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I just I missed a lot of uh, pop culture references. I didn't watch TV. I think that was it. Because of the cult that you were in, <laughs> right? No, I mean I yeah. watched my. Uh, my my 486. <laughs> I don't own a TV. I have a 486 over there. <laughs> it looks like he did do a quite a bit of cross promotion. Yeah, he was all he was everywhere. Like I for a long time, I associated Waldo with Life Serial. Like I thought, I thought it was his serial. Man, where's Waldo was huge. Yeah. Also, the bane of my existence. I could never. I never could find Waldo. Like I was. <laughs> The worst at finding Waldo. Everybody would find Waldo. I didn't know where Waldo was. It's not my fault. Why are there so many people that are in his general area that are also wearing the same shirt? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, or why is he at a barber a barbershop pole factory? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're never going to find him. Or this Flags of the World convention. It, huh. seems, it seems that he's looking to get lost. When he goes to the candy cane factory and he just like just like hides behind you, you can't hide behind the candy canes. Nobody's gonna find you that way, Waldo. That's why nobody's gonna love you, Waldo. That's why no one's gonna love you. That this has Christopher Nolan movie potential written all over it. Where's Waldo? Told from the perspective of Waldo, and uh-huh. he's trying to disappear. <gasps> I got it. If they made the Snowden movie, but it's Waldo, and he's trying to hide and escape from everybody, and he keeps trying to go into these different areas, but people keep trying to find him. The, these kids, these kids keep trying to find him every time, or or the government. Either the one. CIA produced the Waldo books to brainwash us to constantly look for this Waldo character, so that we're you know you see something, say something. Oh my God, this goes so deep. <laughs> this is 30 years in the making. <laughs> Meanwhile, Waldo is a government whistleblower that's trying to just, is trying to escape the, the mighty grip, the long arm of the law. <laughs> and he's trying to blend in with, with people. And he's, he's so good at it, like almost supernaturally good at it. But these kids are just trained. They're like, they've been trained since they were little in order to, to track him down. And then one of them finally does. One of them finally tracks him down mm-hmm. and they fall in love. Oh, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's got All so many levels. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Was there a female Waldo? I feel like that he had a counterpart at, at some point. I know that he had a dog. There's got, there had to be a lady friend. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I looked it up. It's uh, Wilma, a short-lived Waldo character appearing in only two books. Yeah. Aww. And then there's also Wenda. Wenda? Oh, God. Who is Waldo's current girlfriend, and she's the one who takes the pictures, according to to the introduction of the book. Oh, okay. There was a Where's Waldo television series. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of still pictures of us staring, looking for Waldo. Was there ever a Carmen Sandiego crossover episode? <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. But funnily enough, Carmen Sandiego did grace the cover of the Life Serial Box. Oh, no kidding. Did she really? You can get a Carmen Sandiego watch. Wow. I want a Carmen Sandiego watch. 
Carmen San Diego is one of my heroes growing up. I love Carmen. I love Carmen San Diego. I, I love. I like the fact that she traveled so much. Yeah, she she didn't need no man. What was the best game then of the Carmen San Diego series? Where in time is Carmen San Diego? Obviously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, I had that on my Apple Two C. It was the bomb. I mean the the best the best incarnation of all Carmen San Diego properties is obviously where in the world is Carmen San Diego. The PBS game show with Rockapella. Yeah, I, I, was, I hope you were going to lay there because Rockapella is the best thing that ever came out of the Carmen San Diego universe, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, what about Greg Lee, famed host of I think two things ever: one, one a show Nickelodeon for a while, and this thing. I don't remember what he looked like. Uh, he because he was a nondescript, you know, thirty to forty year old man. That's basically that's that was his gig. Was he was like. He had permanent dad face. I'm looking at a picture of him now, and it's not a good picture. He always reminded me of like a uh, like a poor man's Phil Collins. Yeah, he does look like a poor Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, like a poor man's Phil Collins. That's what I'm saying. I just remember they wore those awesome jackets that never fit, and they had the chief, and she would do the spyglass up to the eye. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace, chief. Oh, chief that's right. She died yeah. too. She 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 left us. Now, oh, was, she, which, was she in the Warriors? Which movie was she like the... Wasn't she the DJ in the Warriors that would like narrate the story? That sounds familiar. She was the radio DJ in the Warriors! No! <laughs> you hear me, babies? Good. Real good. Adios. Oh, boy. Yeah, she was great as the chief, man. Brett, I'm going to assume that your children have no idea about Carmen Sandiego. No, they don't. And I actually uh, brought up Carmen Sandiego the other day at work and nothing. Crickets. <laughs> crickets? Yes. That's, that's like the least that you want. You don't want crickets. Yeah. Yeah. In a very bad attempt at advertising, they tried. They redid the whole Mikey thing. You guys, did you guys see that? No, I, did, did, they did it with a, like as an adult, or they like tried to bring back the whole concept. Oh, okay. With the, and, I mean, was it, was it with the original Mikey, or was it with like a new Mikey? I think there the there was one where, and it shocked the world that he was still alive. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> but I th- they thought that he was being eaten alive from the inside by Pop Rocks somewhere six feet under. Yeah, but th- I think they did bring him back for something, and, and I can't remember. I can't remember the premise. It's probably something about him trying life here, and, and like people being surprised that he liked it. Yeah. So they they revital they revived the Mikey character. Ooh, bad choice of words, Wikipedia. And uh, <laughs> they. They so it was the character of Mikey, but played by a, so it was still a kid, I guess. Okay. It wasn't like that Taco Bell commercial where they brought back the Nintendo sixty four kid and his sister. Oh yeah. <laughs> but just still, that's one of my favorite videos ever. That kid was so into his Nintendo sixty four. I don't think I've ever felt that type of joy in my entire life. Like the way that kid felt. Uh, maybe when I got the shuttle Tidarian from Return of the Jedi when I was five years old. That was pretty. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but in your adult life, you've never felt that level of joy before. No, I, I mean, mean, he's like, who can pump in the air like seven times? He was yeah. so thrilled. Oh, 
Oh, I did uh, look at some other other cartoons that sponsored Life or that were on the, the Life box. Okay. So um, one was Maisie the Mouse, which is I don't I think that was after all of our times. Yeah, never there heard of it. Uh, Inspector Gadget was on the box for a while, and uh, Animaniacs was also on the box for a while. Oh, wow, yeah. two good shows. Yeah, it's a, that's a pretty legit like cartoon sponsor. Like, I would buy Life Serial if Animaniacs were on the box. I would buy it today if Animaniacs were on the box. So, do you think Life's uh, biggest asset is just its been its marketing? I think that's been like <laughs> the uh, that's been like a theme through all the terrible serials. Like that was the theme with the boring yellow serial. Was like they all had like great marketing. It's like the guys came from the Captain Crunch group. And they were like, give me something. Give me a challenge. You know, I mean, Captain Crunch sells itself. And there's the guys. So they're like talking in the break room and they're like, you think we can do this life thing? He's like, not only can I sell life, but after this, I'm getting a transfer over to the grape nuts department. We're going to sell some grape nuts. (laughs) Yeah, it's had excellent marketing. And when I look at these old packages, they've been pretty big on like a lot of couponing, a lot of bonuses, you know, a lot of like 10 cents off or buy this and get 50 cents off your next box. So yeah, I think it, I don't know. I don't know how this sells. There's so many cereals out there that I'm like, I don't know who buys this, but somebody's buying it. Extreme couponers, I think is mostly, is mostly who's buying it. Extreme couponers, just buying it by the pallet. Right. <laughs> and then they just compost it eventually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if you keep enough life cereal, like if you keep it around for long enough, it just it just evaporates on its own. Like mm. that, it just it just kind of dissipates inside the box. Just turns into a like a brown sand, <laughs> and then you just hold up in, into the wind and watch it blow. <laughs> Much like life, it's like life dust in the wind. Well, maybe that's the whole where the name comes from because it's like that first bite. There's so much promise, but then as you sort of as you trudge along, it's like it just becomes this. It, it becomes an obligation. Yeah, almost. you're just you're just mired in this road to perdition, and you just can't you can't get out. Just slowly disappointed as it goes on, just yeah. trudging through, just just through the sludge and the the quagmire that is the rest of that bowl. And then at the very end, someone's like, why'd you do that? And you're like, I thought it was going to be better. (laughs) (laughs) You're just hoping for sweet mercy that you get to the bottom and you get all the chunks out. Yeah, you're sitting there eating it. You're like, maybe I'll die before this, before I get to the bottom of the bowl. (laughs) Here's hoping that I'll get to the bottom of the bowl or just die before I have to actually finish it and pass this bowl on to my children. (laughs) was very upbeat yeah we're uh, we're pretty upbeat on the super serial podcast i was kind of hoping it was like a secret acronym what would it stand for <laughs> i don't know but i feel like that would be kind of lacking ideas for everything say say it again lacking ideas for everything lacking fortitude wait la- lacking integrity for everything i think i got something hold on Okay. <laughs> Labradors in fur. Eh? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the ladies love Cool J, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a conspiracy theory one. <laughs> Look, Illuminati fear eggs. Fear eggs? Yeah, that's that's a secret. Illuminati fear eggs. I thought you were going to go... Look, Illuminati, 
fear everything. Oh, yeah. Or, look, Illuminati, fear extraterrestrials. Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> Colon, the life of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Semicolon, the Michael Scott story. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, I have to, I can't believe that it's still so similar to what it was and it still sells. It seems just like a super old-fashioned serial that, I mean, because you're not buying original life, right, Brett? No. Well, it, like I said, it accidentally ends up at our house, but no. It's the cinema yeah. life. Yeah. It's going to be, I mean, this is not to be dark, but I'm being serious. I think it's going to be interesting when that, eh, I was going to say, when that baby boomer population really hits the decline mm-hmm. of see what, what of these cereals survive. But then I think, are baby boomers still eating cereal at this yeah. point? Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe because they don't have any teeth left, then they could just like wait like five seconds for it to become mush, and they can just eat. That's what all they can eat now. Just gum it down. Just gum it right down. Yeah. Here is the most depressing part about life cereal. And I think about this a lot when I think about cereals, like you know, cereals that have been around for a long time. As terrible as we think that life is, and I think that we all agree that life is pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Life cereal is going to outlive us all. Mm-hmm. We are. We will perish before the Life Cereal brand will perish. And that is a horrifying thought. I'd be on my deathbed shaking my fist. <laughs> Damn you, life! <laughs> I tried to... T- I dedicated my life to taking you down! Paul Tilby they- in every corner trying to take down Life Cereal. <laughs> Don't eat life. Now, that would be something. You know, people protesting Life Cereal... I mean, that's a that's a cause I can get behind. I mean, it, it could happen. You never know how the pendulum is going to swing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there might be a lot of pro-life people out there. <laughs> I mean, maybe these Quakers have been, I mean, maybe it's time for their comeuppance, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's about time that Quakers really, we really stuck it to the Quakers. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been really in our craw for yeah. like, you know, hundreds of years now. It's time. It's time for them to get there. Yeah, their peace-loving ways. Yeah, their their pacifistic ways. How dare! Uh, all right, thank you guys for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. You can listen to us on uh, SoundCloud for one, uh, also on iTunes and Google Play Music, and on Overcast, which is still right now our most popular place to listen to us. So I, I guess go there. Yeah, I should go check it out and see what all the hubbub is about. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Tumblr. Tumblr. Is Tumblr going to survive this whole deal with Yahoo? Oh, I don't know. I, I know that Yahoo Answers has already it's been decaying slowly for the last year now. So probably not. Okay. Tumblr is probably the next to go. You can also email us at the Super Serial Podcast at gmail.com. Or just... Make sure that you're not putting the the in front of it. I'm saying the the, but you don't put the the in front of it. You just say superserialpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and just, just so we're clear, email address, colon, superserialpodcast <laughs> at sign gmail.com. Not, not the, that's just, that's just my, my lovely affectation. I'm, I'm putting the the in front of it. That's just, that's just, that's just for me, guys. That's just for me. It's affecting me too, Nick. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Brett, is there any, uh, anything you want to put out there, man? I know you're uh, got a sweet blog. Oh yeah, it's State of the Gunt, and uh, obviously at Brett Gunter. That's with one T, V R E T 
Um, you can follow me there. Or you can find me on, uh, I'm pretty much the only, I'm the Brett Gunner that's not the cardiologist. So, online. <laughs> so, if you're looking for a cardiologist, that's also named Brett Gunner. Right. And, yeah. and you should probably look look for him before me, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you don't get you don't get this Brett Gunter. You're, please see a doctor. And Do don't you, ask the other Brett Gunter to um, write any sweet headlines for you. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask the cardiologist to write any sweet headlines for you. He will not be able to do it. He's in surgery right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's very busy. Not going to get much from that guy. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah. Yeah, Brett. Thanks for stopping by the Atlanta studios, man. Yeah. It's, it's great to be here. Gonna, I guess my car is probably waiting for me now, so I hit the road. <laughs> make sure you uh, make sure you use the the special side entrance so you don't get mobbed. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. the the, the way down my driveway. Right. Make, make sure that you you stop by the intern's office to validate before you uh, before yeah, you leave. Right. Yeah. I, I, they they probably haven't lost the validation uh, the, yeah. the the stamp thing right yet, but I mean who knows right. with those guys. And then I'm almost positive we ordered more. Okay, and then I filled out my 1099, so I think we're all squared away on that. So I think I think we're I think we're all good. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to. I think uh, I think uh, hand that to the yo hand that to the interns. They'll take care of it. <laughs> so this is Paul, and this is Nick, and Brett, and this has been Serial. 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 Serial.